Hello, beautiful souls. In an effort to relieve some of the stress surrounding the coronavirus pandemic, I have decided to release the Soul Flow audiobook here on this podcast for free. There are 15 chapters in total, 17 if you count the introduction and closing thoughts, and a new chapter will be released daily starting Friday, March 20th, 2020 through Sunday, April 5th, 2020. Please enjoy this free audiobook, and if you'd like to support me and my work, consider leaving a review on Amazon or for this podcast, following me on social media. My Instagram handle is author Kristen Martin, posting about this book to social media, and sharing this podcast and my other resources, which you can find linked in the show notes with your friends and family. I am sending love and light to you all during this time. Enjoy the audiobook. Chapter 2, The Victim Mentality We're starting off with a doozy because if you're guilty of playing the victim card in most or all situations, you may as well shut this book right now. I can't help you if you aren't willing to help yourself. Period. End of story. But seeing as you picked up this book, it seems you are willing to help yourself. You want to tap into your soul flow, but haven't quite figured out how to or what this even really means for you. Those who constantly play the victim are often blind to the fact that this is what they're doing. It's a mental state that is so deep-seated, it's unrecognizable. I'm going to ask you a few questions and, without judging yourself, I want you to answer them. Do you often find that you use phrases like, Can you believe that happened to me? That's just my luck. That would happen to someone like me. I swear, it feels like everyone's out to get me. Are you judging yourself based on your answers? Don't. I'm sure we can all relate. I've used phrases like this a time or two. Okay, maybe more. The problem with having and nurturing a victim mentality is that your thought process is grounded in negativity. It's focused on all of the things that are going wrong instead of all of the things that are going right, which snowballs into something even worse. The unwavering belief that things are going to be bad no matter what. You don't know exactly what's going to happen or how it's going to happen, but you do know that you're not going to like it. Listen, if you're already telling yourself that you're never going to get promoted or find a future partner or start a family or get out of debt, what chance do you really have? You've already decided you can't have it. And if you stay in that mindset, you never will. Victim mentality is rooted in fear, specifically the fear of loss. Throughout this book, we'll talk about the many fears we as humans face, because when it comes down to it, that's really the only thing standing in the way of experiencing your soul flow. Let me rephrase that in case you didn't catch my drift. The only reason you haven't tapped into your soul flow is because you are afraid of something, loss, failure, rejection, inadequacy, not having enough, judgment, the unknown. You get the idea. In case you've never heard of the Law of Attraction and Manifestation, allow me to be the first to give you a brief introduction. This new thought movement grew out of the teachings of Phineas Quimby in the early 19th century after he was diagnosed with tuberculosis and regained his health through his mind-over-body study. Over the years, these concepts have taken on many different forms. You may be familiar with the books Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, 
but the underlying principle remains the same. Like attracts like. New thought authors believe that the law of attraction is always working in the background of our lives, bringing to each person the conditions and experiences that they predominantly think about, whether good or bad. Which means if you're constantly playing the victim, always blaming others, and expecting the worst to happen, that's exactly what you'll attract, what you'll manifest into your life. Like attracts like. Have you ever noticed that the more you think about something, the quicker it seems to suddenly appear in your reality, like getting pulled over for speeding, or your air conditioning unit breaking in the middle of summer, or having the fire department unexpectedly show up at your house and kick down your front door, or getting rear-ended for the first time when you've never been in a car accident? In case you're wondering, yes, I've had the pleasure of experiencing all of these things almost immediately after thinking about them. And I'm talking within a couple of days of the thought crossing my mind. While all of these things might sound bad, something good came from each of them. The cop that pulled me over let me off with a warning. And had he not pulled me over, I probably wouldn't have slowed down in time for the family of deer crossing the street just a few blocks down the road. My AC unit breaking was a pain, but it allowed me to spend quality time with a friend I hadn't seen in a while. At her place, of course, where the AC was fully intact. I'd been thinking for years about getting a new front door, but hadn't wanted to drop the cash on one. So the fire department kicking it in beyond repair allowed me to do just that. And getting rear-ended? That accident could have been way worse, but we both walked away from it unscathed. Her insurance company paid for the repairs, and I was even able to get a few other dings buffed out at no charge. Car detailing for free. It's all about perspective. I can also talk about all the times I focused on good things and had those things appear, making varsity sports teams in high school, college acceptance letters and scholarships, a promising career with a bonus, 401k and good health insurance, a company that paid for my master's degree, an independent path to publish my books, buying a Mercedes twice over, owning a 3,000 square foot house on the lake, starting my own business and scaling it to six figures in just one year's time, finally experiencing true freedom after leaving my corporate job. But why does it seem like the bad always happens more often than the good? Because the emotion attached to the bad is fear. A huge, huge aspect of the law of attraction and manifestation has to do with not just your thoughts, but also your feelings. Fear is an incredibly powerful emotion, and it can make people do crazy things. So when you simultaneously feel fearful and think negative thoughts, you're going to attract one giant dumpster fire into your life. So many of us run on autopilot with fear-based thoughts every single day. We don't even realize we're doing it, and yet it's the one thing we have complete control over. It's the only thing we need to shift our perspective and see another version of our reality, the better version where anything and everything is possible for you. The main indicator of the victim mentality is the belief that things are constantly happening to you when in reality, everything is happening for you, even the things you might perceive as bad. The underlying fear then is of loss, loss of self, loss of freedom, loss of time, loss of money, just loss in general. In always expecting the worst to happen and fearing that you'll lose something, whatever that something is, you never truly live. You're never fully present because you're fixated on the future, on the outcome. 
I've known people who have stayed in relationships way past their expiration date because they're afraid of losing that person, that connection, that feeling of being loved, even if it's not being expressed by their partner anymore. I've watched friends and family members stay in jobs they hate because they're afraid to lose the security and stability that comes with a steady paycheck. I've witnessed insane diets and workout regimens and eating disorders because the fear of losing control outweighs a holistic view of health. Let me make one thing very clear. If you fear loss, you fear life itself. We will inevitably lose things in this lifetime because our time here on this earth is finite. We'll lose loved ones, material possessions, job titles, money, relationships, friendships, even our identities at times. But if we never had to let go, would anything in our lives actually have meaning? If you knew that you would never die, would you appreciate life as much? Loss creates vulnerability, and with that vulnerability comes an unparalleled sense of openness and exposure. If you're afraid of losing things, then how are you not afraid of the loss of what could be? If I hadn't faced my fear of the unknown, I'd still be working in a job that sucked the life out of me. If I hadn't faced my fear of judgment, I never would have connected with so many incredible people via my YouTube channel. If I hadn't faced my fear of inadequacy and rejection, you wouldn't be reading this book right now, or any of my other books for that matter. Our lives are not meant to be a prison. We are not meant to live in fear, ignoring the callings of our hearts and settling for much, much less than we deserve. We all have such beautiful gifts to give this world, so much soul flow just waiting to be discovered, that it pains me to think that because of fear, only a select few will ever find the courage to start scaling that glorious mountain. Victim mentality feeds off of fear. Every negative thought that enters your mind is fuel for manifesting the exact opposite of what you truly want. A surefire way to combat this is to shift your focus on what you can gain instead of what you can lose. When you focus on what you can gain, then suddenly the possibilities are endless. Infinite opportunities await. But only if you think they do. Only if you believe it. Love conquers fear. Abundance conquers fear. Gratitude conquers fear. When we attach these emotions to our positive thoughts, that's when the light can pour in, and faster than you ever could have imagined. Playing the victim stops here. I want you to make that promise to yourself right now. From this point forward, everything that happens is happening for you, for your greater good. This book will require you to venture into a new level of self-awareness, one where you become fully aware of the thoughts you're thinking. Dare to ask the question, what if this thought simply wasn't true? Reflection. Review the beliefs you wrote down in last chapter's reflection. Carefully go through each one and ask yourself whether or not it's actually true. Is this belief the be-all, end-all, meaning you're absolutely certain, without a shadow of a doubt, that it's 100% true? Or is it possible that it's just based on the perception of those who introduced you to it in the first place? If you find that it isn't actually true, or you've experienced something that contradicts it, rewrite the story around that belief one that feels more aligned with how you want to live your life.